Nation Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the Combination Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Groceries through Instacart, delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store. Recorded live. Amen, amen. So good afternoon, Kingdom Citizens. Thank you for joining us today. We pray that the Lord is blessing you and your household this day. And we're going to have uh, evangelist um, Jamie Hayes open us up in prayer. Good morning, Kingdom Citizens. Good morning. Father God, we open our hearts, Lord, our minds this morning. Father God, giving you praise, Lord God, for another day, a new day, Father God, to push back the things of yesterday, Lord, but to go forward, Father God, asking for forgiveness of anything or or, or words that may have been said, Father God, that we may have hurt a person or not, Father God. We just ask for your forgiveness this morning as we move forward, Father God. For you say a clean and a renewed mind, Father God, you shall give us, Lord. So we just thank and bless and honor you today, Lord God. Father God, I ask that you give us a new word, a, a new shaking, Father God, in the teaching on today, Father God. Let us all receive a word, Father God, uh, a, a new step, a new way of life, Father God, in the word that you have for us to learn today, Father God. So we just ask that you bless all those that are here and those who are not able to be here, Father God. And we just thank you, Lord. We thank you for what you're doing right now, Father God, and what you're going to do tomorrow, Lord God. So I ask all these blessings in your son Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Our word of encouragement comes out of Leviticus 5 and 18. Leviticus 5 and 18 reads, He is to bring to the priest as a guilt guilt offering a ram from the flock, one without defect and of the proper value. In this way, the priest will make atonement for him for the wrong he has committed unintentionally, and he will be forgiven. Isn't it painful to harm others intentionally? Premeditated evils can be set right by our finite sense of justice, even if guilt then rests on our own head. But imagine the fear and frustration of being held accountable for hundreds of violations that you committed without knowing it. Nothing you ever did would be good enough. You would carry around the guilt of wrongs you never intended to commit, Talk about paranoia. Yet in Old Testament times, you would certainly certainly have been guilty of such unwitting sins, and they would have required blood sacrifice. The law of God was clear. No one could be good enough, not even those who sinned without awareness unintentionally. Few of us think of sin in these terms today, but God remains the same. His standard of perfection cannot be attained, even by the best of us on our best day. 
The sacrifices of the Old Testament foreshadowed the ultimate sacrifice, Jesus Christ. When Jesus offered himself on the cross, he paid the debt of sin in full. He declared his followers not guilty. The law was fulfilled. We no longer need the sacrifice of a ram to cleanse us from the sins we knowingly commit or the, or the sins we unintentionally commit. No other blood sacrifice will ever be required. Women today are often burdened by guilt. We are inundated with shoulds and oughts. We feel guilty if we work, guilty if we don't, guilty for not spending enough time with our husband, kids, and friends, and guilty for not taking time for God and ourselves. We have a hard time knowing when we're really guilty and when we suffer from false guilt. But Jesus' declaration from the cross that we are not guilty covers all of our sins, even the unintentional ones. Instead of blood sacrifice, we can make offerings of gratitude, repentance, praise, and service. We all both unintentionally and intentionally wrong God and others. But Jesus Christ bought our forgiveness on the cross. Offer him the sacrifice of confession, and you'll be covered for overlooking the things you should have done and the things you ought not have. Then pour out the sacrifice of praise. Present the sacrifice of service, helping others in God's name, for love covers, covers over a multitude of sins. Despair has no place here. Our advocate perfectly kept even the hidden laws. Amen. Amen. Well, we know God is in the house this morning. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Our uh, scripture for today is Leviticus 18.22. Leviticus 18.22 reads, Do not lie with a man as one lies with a woman. That is detestable. Detestable. Uh, another book reads, Leviticus 18.22, You should not lie with a male as with a woman. It is an abomination. Several abominations or wicked actions are listed here. One, having sexual relations with close relatives. Two, committing adultery. Three, offering children as sacrifices. Four, having homosexual relations, five, having sexual relations with animals. These practices were common in pagan religions, and it is easy to see why God dealt harshly with those who began to follow them. Such practices led to disease, deformity, and death. They disrupt family life and society and reveal a low regard for the value of oneself and of others. Society today takes some of these practices lightly, even try to make them acceptable. 
but they are still sins in God's eyes. If you consider them acceptable, you are not judging by God's standards. Amen. Amen. And that is what the Lord said for the day. Amen. Um, our announcements are this weekend is the 4th of July, this Saturday. So all family is welcomed over at our house, 217 Earl Avenue, for barbecue, laughs, fun, um, hopefully it don't rain. I would like to do some water play with the kids, but we got to see what the weather look like. Um, I think the rule is everybody bring something, bring your favorite dish, bring something you want to introduce the family to, you know, fruits, vegetables, side dishes. Uh, if you don't, um, desserts, um, paper goods, paper plates, forks, cups, drinks. If you don't know what to bring, call PJ or Auntie Pat, and we'll let y'all know what we need. And you could still come if you don't have anything to bring. Don't let that stop you. We are kingdom family, so we don't care about that. But, I mean, we do need to eat, though. So. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> oh, I think that's the only announcement that we have. I look forward to seeing everybody come out Saturday. Hope we have a good time. Come out with your good attitudes, your, your um your kingdom living, don't come over here with no no nothing. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> don't come over here with no negativity. We out to have a good time. Amen. All right, the next voice you're going to hear is, um, what is your name? Prophet, Prophetess Patricia. <laughs> uh, bringing forth the word on the king of the kingdom. Amen, amen. I thank God for um, the spirit of laughter. And um, when we don't take ourselves so serious, man, we could just be so serious. Ain't no fun in us. Okay, um, I want to go back a little bit and always like to um, go back to some things that we have already covered just to, you know, refresh ourselves. So I'm going to go here. What is a kingdom? The kingdom concept was born in the heart of man, placed there by his creator as the purpose for which he was created. Despite the fact that there were many types of kingdoms throughout history, there are certain characteristics common to all kingdoms. The kingdom of God, according to Jesus, also possesses these components. Here are some you will need to know in order to understand the concept of Scripture. All kingdoms have a king and lord, a sovereign. All kingdoms have a territory, which is the Domain. All kingdoms have a constitution, a royal covenant. 
All kingdoms have a citizenry, which is the community of subjects. All kingdoms have law, which is acceptable principles. All kingdoms have privileges, which means rights and benefits. All kingdoms have a code of ethics, meaning acceptable lifestyle and conduct. All kingdoms have an army, which means security. All kingdoms have a common wealth, which is an economic security. All kingdoms have a social culture, protocol, and procedure. The king is the embodiment of the kingdom, representing its glory and nature. Authority flows from the king, and the word of the king is supreme. The territory. The territory is the domain over which the king exercises total authority. The territory and its resources and people are all personal property of the king. The king by right owns all and therefore is considered Lord over all. The word Lord denotes ownership by right. Lord is only given to one who is sovereign, who is sovereign owner. This is why the scripture declares, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. That's in Psalms 24, verse 1. The Constitution is the, govern, is the covenant of a king with his citizenry and expresses the mind and will of the king for his citizen and the kingdom. It constitutes the intent of the sovereign for his people, as well as containing the benefits and privileges of the kingdom. The Constitution is the documented word of the king, and ours is the Bible. The Bible contains and constitution, contains the constitution of the kingdom of God, which details his will and mind for his citizens. The citizenry is the people that live under the rule of the king. Citizenship in a kingdom is not a right, but a privilege, and is a result of the king's choice. The benefits and privileges 
of a kingdom are only accessible to citizens, and therefore the favor of the king is always a privilege. Wow. Once one becomes a citizen of the kingdom, all the rights of the citizenship are at the citizen's pleasure. The king is obligated to care for and protect all of his citizens, and their welfare is reflection is a reflection on the king himself. Well, that makes a lot of sense as to why, um, you know, uh, healing is our, uh, you know, is is our right to have it. Prosperity is our right to have it. Because we are citizens of the greatest king in the world who owns everything. And if we, it's a reflection on him. So what would our people say when we say we uh, kingdom, we uh, citizens of the kingdom and, and they look at us and we just poor in spirit and living all kind of old raggedy lives and, and they're going to be like, well, we don't want no parts of that kingdom. So we have to remember that. Amen. The number one goal of a citizen in a kingdom is to submit to the king, seeking only to remain in right standing with him. This is called righteousness. This is why Jesus said the priority of all men is to seek his kingdom. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. That comes from Matthew six thirty three. The law. The law constitutes the standard and principles established by the king himself, by which his kingdom will function and be administered. The laws of a kingdom are to be obeyed by all, including foreigners residing in it. Come on now. The laws of a kingdom are the way by which one is guaranteed access to the benefits of the king and the kingdom. Violation of kingdom law places one at odds with the king. Amen. And come on now. And thus interrupts the favorable position one enjoys with the king. Wow. Now see, it don't say nothing about he turned his back on you or nothing like that. Amen. It interrupts the favorable position that you once enjoyed with the king. The laws in a kingdom cannot be changed by the citizens. Woo! Let me say that one again. The laws in a kingdom cannot be changed by the citizen. Amen. Nor are they subject to a citizen's referendum or debate. Uh, 
simply put, the word of the king is law in his kingdom. Rebellion against the law is rebellion against the king. Mm, man. King David understood this principle of the royal word when he stated, I will bow down towards your holy temple and I will praise your name for your love and your faithfulness. For you have exalted above all things your name and your word. And that comes from Psalms 138, verse 2 and 3 to 3. Now we're going to talk about the privileges. The privileges are the benefits the king lavishes on his faithful citizens. This aspect of kingdom is very different from other forms of government. In a kingdom, citizenship is always desired by the people because once you are in the kingdom, the king is personally responsible for you and all your needs. See, this is why Jesus preaches kingdom and not itself. You know, it's just like if you want somebody to come and live in your state. You don't talk about how great the, the governor is or the, the, the mayor of your city or even the president. Talk about how great that state is, the benefits that you have in that state. That's why Jesus teaches a, a, a kingdom and not him. Amen. He can give to any citizen any or all his wealth as he desires. Wow, this is good right here. I hope I'm helping somebody. A code of ethics. Okay. A code of ethics is the acceptable conduct of the citizens in the kingdom and their representation of the kingdom. This code includes morals, standards, social relationships, personal conduct, attitude, attire, and manner of life. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Wow. Mm. So in other words, what the the uh, Constitution tells us that um, the king says is is uh, uh, un, un is not pleasing in his sight are the exact things that we should not be wanting to do. Amen. The army. Ah, let's get this. Because we so busy thinking we the army of the Lord. And the Lord say the battle is mass. So why he need us as humans to be the army? Come on now. Amen. Teach that. The army is the kingdom's system of securing its territory and protecting its citizens. It is important to understand that in a kingdom, the citizens do not fight 
I'm going to read that again. It is important to understand that in a kingdom, the citizens do not fight in the army, but enjoy the protection of the army. This is why it tells us to dispatch our angels, our warring angels, every morning when we get up. When our feet hit that floor, when we get through talking to God, our next step ought to be uh, angels go before us this day and pave a safe way for us. This is why in the kingdom of God, the angels are called the host of heaven. This word host means army and identity and identifies the angels as the so-called military component of the kingdom of heaven. This kingdom concept presents a challenge to our religious thinking of the church as the army. A careful study of the biblical constitution of the word will show that the church, as Jesus established it, is not identified as an army, but rather a citizenship, a family of sons, and a nation. You know, um, Amen. <laughs> that just take me back to um, Daniel, when Daniel was praying. Mm-hmm. And and the angel came and said, Daniel, we heard you from the beginning, but I was holed up. You know, I had to do some fighting. I had to, you know, before I could come and answer your prayer, I had to fight through. Amen. So Daniel wasn't fighting. Amen. Daniel was praying. Amen. <laughs> come on now. He unleashes. These are some, uh, um, these are... Some scriptures on on um, Jesus uh, establishing how he identifies as an army. Jesus established it. It is not identified as an army, but rather a citizenship of um, the church. Okay, these are some scriptures on that. He unleashes against them his hot anger, his wrath, indignation, and hostility. A band of destroying angels. He said nothing about a band of destroying citizens. That's in Psalms 78, 49. Psalms 103, 20 to 21 says, Praise the Lord, you, his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts. You, his servants, who do his will. Then we have another one, Matthew 13 and 40. It says, So it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will weed out of his kingdom everything that causes sin, and all 
who do evil. They will throw them into the fiery furnace where there will be weeping and gashing of teeth. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Wow, that's powerful right there. I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to post this scripture. That's powerful right there. Okay, now we're going to um, the Commonwealth. A Commonwealth is the economic system of a kingdom which guarantees each citizen equal access to financial security. Man, it's so many of us that got to get this one. I know I'm one of them. I got to get the understanding of this. Okay. In a kingdom, the term commonwealth is used because the king's desire is that all his citizens share and benefit from the wealth of the kingdom. The, the kingdom's glory is in the happiness and health of its citizens. Consider carefully the word of the king of the kingdom of God, Jesus Christ. And I'm getting ready to come from Luke 12. 22 to 23. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. Life is more than food, and the body more than clothes. But seek his kingdom. And these things will be given to you as well. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has pleased to give you, has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Wow. The social culture in the environment. Okay, now we can ready to talk about the social culture. The social, social culture in the in, environment created by the life and manners of the king and his citizens. This is the culture aspect that separates and distinguishes the kingdom from all others around it. It is the culture that expresses the nature of the king through the lifestyle of his citizens. This distinction in kingdom culture is evidenced in the word of the Lord Jesus. When we repeatedly said in the book of Matthew, you have heard that it was said, but I tell you, and again, it shall not be so among you. Kingdom social culture is supposed to be evident in our daily activities and encounter. In other words, 
It's a lifestyle, y'all. It ain't something that we choose to want to act like this day. So that'll make us uh, uh, all stop saying, uh, Spirit, hold on a minute. Let me step out for a minute. Because there ain't no way you could step out the Spirit if you a kingdom citizen. Amen. You know, them times when we want to get somebody cussed out or get them told, and we be like, uh, wait, give me a minute, uh, Spirit. I I, I got to go carnal for a minute. Uh-uh. That, that ain't happening. That ain't happening. Because it's a lifestyle. The Spirit of God is forever with us. From the minute that we accept it, it is forever there. He doesn't leave us. And we may walk away from our, our, our citizen rights. We may walk from up under the umbrella of our... Um, of our um, territory and our commonwealth and our privileges. But God never reneges them, take them from us. He doesn't do that. Okay. Kingdom components. All kingdoms are comprised of a number of components necessary for them to function effectively. All kingdoms, including the kingdom of God, have a health program, healing, an education program, teaching ministry of the Holy Spirit, a taxation system, tithing, a central communication system, gifts of the Spirit, a diplomatic Corp, ambassadors of Christ, a system of administration, administration of the spirit through mankind called the church, and an economic, and an economy, uh, economy, a system of giving and receiving. Seed time and harvest time. A careful study of the biblical message and the presentation of the message of the kingdom of heaven by Jesus will illustrate the presence of all these components and characteristics of life in the kingdom of God. However, the most outstanding element distinguishing the kingdom of God from every other kingdom is the concept that all of its king all of its citizens are relatives of the king and are kings themselves. This was the message brought to earth by the Lord Jesus Christ. Wow. That was something. Amen. Any uh, questions, discussion on what? 
it makes it all makes sense, you know. Um, to each part, you know, makes it's just crazy. It makes so much sense, especially um, you know, when you was talking about um, dispatching your angels. Yeah. You know, all that I could when you were saying it. All I could think of is how God honors and loves, you know, to hear his word said back to him. And it, we know his word is not going to come back void. So if he say, dispatch your angels, he getting happy because you're saying you're doing what he told you to do. Exactly. Exactly. And his angels ain't like us. Right. Sometimes it. And maybe I will, maybe I won't. I don't feel like doing it today. I'm mad. You know, they ain't like us. When we tell them to do it, they They going to do it. Amen. They going to do it. Wow. And also the... um you know, in the beginning when you started talking, too, about um, how our citizenship, excuse me, is not a right but a privilege, all I could hear was freedom, you know, Mm. and how much freedom that is. For me as a citizen, meaning that I'm bound to the king, the most high king, can't nobody else tell me nothing. I belong to him. Exactly. You know, and it's just power alone in belonging to him, and to right. him being the Lord, the Lord of Lords. And the King of Kings over everything. Exactly. But all I could hear was and just it, it freedom, freedom, as freedom. What can mere man do to me? Exactly. And it's freedom in that. It's just, it's, Amen. all I could hear was just freedom, freedom. Wow. Wow. That was that was really something. I hope um uh, I'm gonna have to put this um recording up because I know it's some people that's not here today. And um that was that that was really um powerful what he just gave us. Yeah, that that really was that alone was so many different tools to yes. use and to apply in this lifestyle of being a kingdom citizen, you know, and so much empowering in knowing that we know we know the scriptures. You know, people can 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 quote scriptures and you know say them off and use them however they want to use them, but to know that we know God said the battle is not ours, but it's His. And that he's going to fight the battle. But to know that you got your own personal army, all you need to do is pick up the phone and call them and let them loose. Hallelujah. Okay. Amen. Like it. (laughs) Amen. Amen. All I got to do is keep praying and let the angels do what they are meant to do. Amen. (laughs) Come on now. That's the truth right there. That's the truth right there. Yes. You got to do is open up our mouth. Amen. And, 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 you know, that keep us from being all stressed out, you know, about uh, 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 I'm fighting and, 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 and I'm standing in the gap and warring for, and, yes. you know, that's why some of that stuff wasn't working. 
Amen. Because we was warring. Amen. We the war. Amen. And still ain't, we warring, but still ain't, ain't called the warriors to go out and, before us. Right. Okay. Come on now. <laughs> we out there warring with no power. Amen. Amen. Oh, that speaks. That just speaks so many volumes. And why, you know, I when people come up to me or, you know, say things about, um, you know, me having the diagnosis of cancer, and, uh, you know, and they say, well, you know, well, we gonna fight or 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 keep fighting or come to the church and get your healing. I had to tell some people, baby, I got my healing. All I'm doing is walking this out. God has already did everything that needs to be done. I'm just walking through this thing. That's it. Amen. Amen. Oh, and I'm healed. Is- I don't need to come nowhere and get no healing because I already got it. But thank you for your offer. And you can pray for me if you'd like to. But I'm, you know, but I'm good. We good. Me and God, we good. Okay. Woo-wee. He had already gave you your healing before you knew you had an ailment. Uh, you better say it. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God, my God, my God. That and was I see it clearly uh, more, you know, as we go further in the teaching that uh, why it was done the way it was and why it wasn't about, it's not about me. It's not about me at all. It's about other people seeing me go through what what I'm going through. You know, one lady had said something about the devil did it. And the, the, the devil ain't got nothing to do with this, honey. This is me and God. This is okay. me and God. He prepared me for this before I knew it. Right, exactly. Exactly. So it's just it's just a lot of clarity. God's word is wonderful and awesome, and it's even better when you get that revelation knowledge to know exactly what you're reading and how to exactly apply it to your mm-hmm. life. It's power in that, so much power. And, you know, we sit around and we pray and we ask for miracles and stuff. Well, how you going to see a miracle if it ain't nothing to miracle last? Amen. <laughs> Amen. You know, Lazarus had to die for us to see that Jesus could raise him from the dead. Amen. Amen. But I bet God gave Lazarus that word and said, uh, I, I, I'm going to put you to sleep. Amen. <laughs> over with. But I'm gonna use you. I'm gonna put you to sleep. You're gonna be this vessel. I, I I want I want the people to see the power my son got. Amen. Amen. He got the same power I got. I raised him and he can raise you. Amen. Man. That yeah. was really good. And this wasn't even what I had uh, been studying this week. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get this till I got up this morning, and uh, I was going back to go over what I had been studying this week, and I picked up the wrong book. Mm. No, the right book. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Man, that is so good. And you know what? But um, when um, 
Sister Patricia was giving the words of encouragement. It was funny because before I prayed, I read, um, what was it, Genesis chapter 4, and about Cain and Abel being born and about how they did their sacrifice. And, uh, you know, God was pleased with one and, and, and displeased with Cain, you know, on the offering that was given. And how he didn't even realize, you know, the type of offering that he gave was not, that was not what God was looking for, for from him. Right. And how displeased he was in it. And, you know, and just about how she was talking about sinning and not knowing that you might have sinned. And then when I prayed, what I prayed, it just all lined up, you know. Right. With 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 her words of encouragement. So God is God is so able and so wonderful. And always let us know I'm in the midst. Yes, yes. Always let us know I'm in the midst. Cause the day he don't want to show up to something that I, I I'm doing in his you know, in his name or for his sake, I, I it's time for me to, to, to hang up my hat. Amen. It's time for me to hang up my hat. As um, uh, Granny said, uh, what was that, the last holiday we was all together, and she was like, I I don't want to just be here and not be being useful. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I, she ready to go home to the Lord if she ain't being useful. Uh-huh. Useful. Something? Man, that's really knowing, that's really knowing God. Amen. I watched uh, 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 Big Mama had that attitude. Uh, Grandma Dose had that attitude. They was ready. Mm-hmm. They was just ready to go. And they were all elderly. You know what I'm saying? And they right. Like, oh, no youth talking about, I, I'm ready to leave here or nothing. They, they, they had did their job. Amen. Ready. Whenever God was ready for them, they was ready to go. Man, I want to be like that. Amen. When I, uh, me and uh, Connie always uh, laugh at, uh, we always say that uh, we want to be emptied out. We want to go back to Christ. We want to go back to God emptied of everything that he put in us that we were supposed to put out. Yeah, yes. You know, we want to go back empty. I tell you. That that's something else, but that's what that reminded me of when she said that. I don't want to just be here if I ain't still useful. You useful? Yeah. I said, wow. I ain't say nothing to her. You know, I just was like, wow. Right. And so then later on, God had me minister to her on that and let her know that He was still using her. Yeah, man. You know, it wasn't her. It, ain't, it wasn't her time just yet. Amen. He's still using her. That was a blessing. Okay, so now I'm gonna go into what I was, what I had planned. It's one o'clock. Oh, it's one o'clock. Well, we could go till one thirty. It ain't even quite one o'clock. Cause I got to get through this, so I can get on to the next chapter. Cause it go right along with that, with what I, he just gave us. The king is central to his kingdom. 
If we were created for kingship, and if Jesus came to earth to restore the kingship, we lost. And if we want to be prepared to resume our rightful place as kings, then we had better learn what it means to be a king and how a king relates to his kingdom. This is important both for teaching us how to think, speak, and behave like rulers and for each and and for teaching us how to relate properly to God, our high king. A true king is not a dictator. The first thing we need to understand is that a king is the central component of his kingdom. A king embodies the the essence of his kingdom. The kingdom is the king. Without the king, there is no kingdom. The land and the people may still be there, but unless they are ruled by a king, there are they are not in a kingdom. This is one primary distinction between a kingdom and a dip, dip, democratic state. In a democracy, the country's leaders, rather called a president or a prime minister or whatever they call them, is not the center of the government. The Constitution is. Presidents and prime ministers change every few years, but the Constitution provides counterary of law and government. In a kingdom, the king is the constitution. His word is the law. His word is the government. Second, a king is the ultimate and only source of authority in his kingdom. In the kingdom of heaven, the authority of God, the king, is exclusive and absolute. His word is law, and his will is carried out even to the furthest reaches of his realm. And God's realm is infinite. The sole and absolute authority of the king is that distinguishes the kingdom of heaven from religion. Religious people give lip service to God. God's kingship. Religious people give lip service to God's kingship, but then turn around and debate, question, and even amend his laws. Did we just not see this? We just saw this happen this week. Say what I just said? What we just saw happen this week? The Constitution changed the law of God. Is that what the book says? Yeah, that's what the book said. Let me let me finish. Okay. <laughs> For example, the king says that homosexuality, homosexual behavior, is an abomination. See Leviticus eighteen twenty two. Yet a gathering of bishops who supposedly honored the king's law 
installing openly and actively homosexual priests as an archbishop in the kingdom. The king's word is law. It is not open to debate, discussion, challenge, or amendment. Okay. So is it going to tell us that in, in the, the case that that happens, what we should be doing or how we should feel about it? Around? Keep reading. We should always disagree with anything that goes against what the king has amended. Okay, but what if that law has been established in the land, then what are we supposed to do then? Us as kingdom citizens don't act upon that law. Right. Yeah. It just, so we just mean it don't act upon that law as far as what, don't, don't be a homosexual, <laughs> don't marry a, another same-sex person? Exactly. All of that. Well, we good with that then. If we call ourselves kingdom citizens. Now, we do know that some of those people call themselves Christians. Yes. Which we already learned that Christians ain't what God called us anyway. That was never the name for us. Correct. Christians was never the name that God wanted us to carry. Christianity is not the name of the people. Right. So, but for those who are ignorant to that fact, not knowing, they okay, so they calling themselves Christians, and they are homosexuals, they, but they still believe in God, then, you know, where does that put? They in disobedience. They're in disobedience, and the word of God said, if you love me, you will obey me. So they, we can make our mouth say anything. We just read that. We just read that about um, our code of ethics. Our, the, the, uh, the code of ethics, what we're supposed to look like. Remember, it, the code of ethics is the acceptable conduct of a citizen in the kingdom and their representation of the kingdom. This code includes moral standards, social relationships, personal conduct, attitude, even attire, and manner of life. Even a what? So they can call with their mouth whatever they want to. But when we see them doing the opposite of what the Constitution, what the king has laid down as law, then we know they are not. Real citizens of the kingdom. We can make our mouth say anything. Do our mouth, do our, do, our, do our actions line up with the word of God? By ye fruits, you shall know them. That's in the Constitution of God. 
if they are married to the same sex, they fools tell us they ain't of the kingdom of God. I'm not saying pass judgment on them or hate them or nothing like that. All I'm saying is we got to know who we know. We are all, I got a message, yes, we are all God's children because God made us. But that don't make us all in good standard and right living with God. If we don't obey his laws. Related to a parent-child relationship. Right. To clarify. I'm talking about you to do it. Yeah. Your child is your child. That child came from your body. That's your child. But your child can go completely against what was taught in his household. So God may have made them because he made us all and he called us all his children. But he also says, if you love me, you will obey me. And even if they are his children, if they are not living under the laws and the umbrella of which God has just mapped out for us, then we know who they are. We know we we know that they you know what I'm saying? We know that they they don't really believe in God. They believe in their own God, their own form of uh, their own form of religion because they're doing their own thing. They're not doing what God requires of us. They're doing their own thing. They doing what's pleasing to them. They their own God. I hope that kind of helped you understand a little bit. I mean, I get it, but I get it. Um, And, you know, with that whole situation, I just choose to love people. You know, I'm not in that. I'm not practicing it. And, you know... I, I have friends that I dearly love I and have prayed with. Yeah. And I know they know God. So, you know, I I, I mean, but like I said, I fully understand what you're saying is, is totally true. You know, I just, me knowing the character of that person and how much I know they love God, it, it, it you know, you know, I just choose to love. And, you know, whatever God is going to do in that situation when it's their time to be before God, that's what he's going to do. I'm not going to be there. So, 
No, it has no pending on my life. I just choose to love. And that's what we're supposed to do. We are supposed to love the people and hate the sin. Even our own. I got sins that I commit that I hate about myself. It's things about myself that I don't like that I do that. Right, and I think sometimes people misinterpret when you go into that whole section of homosexuality and, you know, gays and lesbians and, you know, going through the whole community, I think people sometimes feel like, you know, just like you said, your mouth can say whatever you want your mouth to say. You can take any scripture, you can take any scripture, and and turn it around and apply it to something you're doing to make yourself right. Right, exactly. You know, so, I mean, that is definitely a clear, you know, open, you know, I'm clear to that. But, you know, above all things, you know, a sin is a sin. And some, yes, he did call an abomination to him. Some he didn't. But he did say a sin is a sin, you know, and of of all things, we are to love. So I can and love, just like you said, I can love you, but I don't have to be in agreement with what I, you know, with your lifestyle, basically. Exactly. 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 And um, Galatians 3 and 28 there is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male or female, for you are all one in Christ. That scripture is speaking as a whole. God is saying we are all those that believe that that are um, with him, under him, with him. Come on now. Thank you. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Okay, this is Evangelist Connie, and I have been listening to the conversation, and I don't know who that was speaking about their friend uh, being uh, in a lifestyle, and they know that they love God, and I'm, and I'm not coming in to bash or to tear down. We all love God. God loves us. God does not love the sins that we're in. And what we have to realize that once we are the light of this world, we have to go to our friends and we have to tell them what the truth is. Once we tell them what the truth is, then you're okay because if you don't say what the truth is when it's regarding to homosexual, lying, cheating, porn, prostitute, see, everybody is took the word homosexual and made it just a whole thing that everybody's focusing on. God don't like sin at all. Right. Sin is sin is sin. If you're a liar, that's an abomination to Christ. If you're a homosexual, that's an abomination to Christ. If you're a whole mama, you're an adulteress, all of that. God can't stand any of that stuff. They have taken homosexual and made it out of nationality and took it out the bedroom. That is a sex act. And once we said we want to really have the knowledge of what's going on, but do we really want the true knowledge of everything? That is an act, a sex act. Just like if I was a hoe and I laid with a man, that's a body. And that's going into the body. But they have made it. That's the way Satan tricks us because he, he takes it and turns things around and makes it trickery. 
and then we don't get the understanding of it, and then we follow behind. That's why we have to go back to sound document. That's why you have to stay with the sound document, because it said in these days that we will not endure sound document, and that's all that's going on right now. We have itchy ears to believe every and anything. And the first law in heaven is love, and we must love them. And we love them as an example to show them that, yes, God loves you, but God doesn't like where you are right now. Amen. And, yes, they are part of God just as we are. Because if I, when I was in my mess, if God would have turned his back on me, my God, where will I be at today? When I was doing everything that I thought I was big enough to do, I, I was never into a lifestyle of homosexual. I've never been attracted to the same sex. Thank you, God. I never had to struggle with that demon, but I struggled with so many I, other demons. Amen. One against the word of God. But when you walk in trueness, you've got to walk in trueness in all things. You cannot all. compromise. And say, because, yes, I know God loves me, and because this is what I do, and I know they're hard. God knows all our hearts. But he said he, that they will know us by how we, by the fruits that we give. And we bear, that's right. They will go out in this world. He said they will go out like us, but they would not be like us. And that's what's going on right now. And it has nothing to do with the love that you have for your friend, but you must tell them what the truth is. And we may be all God's children, but not all of us is going back to heaven. Absolutely. Right. And I, I do have clear um, understanding of that. And my friend has understanding of the word. He knows what the words say, too. So, but you, yeah, that's, that's I, I, you, like I said. And there ain't nothing else that you could do with that. I love my friend. God is when it comes time for him to go to heaven, that's going to be between him and God. Okay, but God is pleased with you as a saint, that you didn't push it up under the rug because it was your friend. Right. He's pleased that you told him. Now, this is this is the light part of it. Now, I understand what you're saying, but you know what? Let me just tell you what the truth is. You still can. That's still your friend. You love her. Right. I mean, right. my family. I can't stop loving my sister because that's the way she is, my auntie, and because that's the way they are. I don't uphold them in it. Right. But it has nothing to do that I love them. But I have to still say what the truth is. That's what requires a see the the part that's going on with the with the, with the saints and now now with the with the, I'm gonna say church people. They're pretending that it's okay. They're pushing it up under the rug. They're mm-hmm. not crying out and saying what the truth is. That's what a day acting like. And they acting like grace give us the get out of hell card, the free get out of hell card. And that's not what grace do. So they're saying that it's okay to be homosexual because we fall under grace now. That's crazy. And see, this morning when I preached on it, I preached on it a little bit too because I think we all should say something when we have any kind of audience when it's something that big and hit the land. It said in the beginning the word was God and, the, and God was. It says that if you know my word from the beginning, that's what you're going to go according to. See, and we can't know, compromise. Because the thing about that is when we compromise about something small, we the enemy see us compromising yeah. and something big will come up that's really, uh, you know, and, and we'll find ourselves on the outside of God, period, before we know it. Yeah. Amen.
And I would love to have if I was if I was in deep water like that because that's a deep water scene. If I was that deep too, I would really want me a saint by me loving me too, and helping me because I figure that if if the life that we lived before them eventually it's going to turn their heart. Right. And I'm not saying that your friend. I'm don't get me wrong. I'm not saying my sister, your friend, don't love God, because it's not for us to judge. Right. That you just carry the word. You right. Put it out there. You you who are you? Because all of us sin and come short of the glory of God. Yes. The word yes. of God. You understand? Because why why I'm trying to talk to them about homosexual, my butt out over here lying. Right. Right. So what makes what makes anything? You know, they tried to take one sin and make one. No, whoever is sinning is against God. Right. Amen. And we just got to lie on what the truth is. Whatever the truth is, even if nobody, <laughs> holiness is right, if don't nobody live it, you got to know that holiness is right, if don't nobody live it. We still got to cry out and say what the truth is. Amen. And Amen. fellowship with Christ, to truly fellowship with Christ. Because you can only fellowship with him and hold through through the spirit. And in truth. And in truth. And that's and that's all it is. And how they try to bash it, you know, bashing people, making people feel bad. I don't I don't uphold all of that. But I'm saying stop pushing it in my my face too. Right. Amen. You understand? Stop trying to make me accept what 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 is not what is not right of the land. Don't don't you know what I mean? If we if if we're not accepted and we stand up and we cry out about it, then they say we gay bashing. No, we right. not. We, or we we hypocrites. Or we hypocrites. Right. You know. Who is she? Y'all ain't y'all ain't. That's what I say about you, Christian people. Y'all oh judgmental. We judgmental. That's what they say we is. We judgmental. But why is it that you have your? I mean, and when I say you, I'm talking about I'm talking about the world is one. Why can you stand up and say, and then why when I say it, then it's like I'm coming at you. And when I preach and teach, I'm preaching on sin itself. And when when it cuts, it cuts me too. Uh, Come on now. Amen. That's one thing that you have to know. If you're preaching and you're really preaching the truth for Jesus Christ, it ain't nowhere for you to judge. Because when you're preaching, he's showing you you too. You may not be a homosexual, but you a liar, you a cheater, you a deceit. Amen. You hold unforgiveness. You know, we all got something that we deal with. We all got something we're dealing with. And when I go to God for grace and mercy, so can they. Amen. But we just have to say what what the truth is. We cannot be talking with them and compromise in the conversation. And that's where we do. We we buckle down because everybody wants to be liked and everybody wants to be, you know, you, you don't want to lose your friends and your acquaintance, you know. But God will put it, God when God is dealing with you, God will put you in a no man's land for a while. Amen. You hear directly what he's telling you, so you will make sure since you since I let you get with the crowd and you act like you couldn't hear me, so now I'll separate you. Because what God has what God has assigned, it will be done. Amen. And his word never returns to him void. It will, not. it will not. You know. And I don't see anything I mean, I love him. Take I mean all of this stuff that's coming up, if you go way, way back in the Bible, all the way back, 
way, way back. This ain't this ain't the first rodeo for this. Ain't nothing new up under the sun. Nothing new, but this is sun, a, absolutely. This is the first time that it was openly accepted, and the land of the law came in and changed, tried to change God's word. But how many know if God said it, that's the way it is? Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't care what judge or president or nobody else say it. If God it don't make it right. It don't know. God, God is. It make me have to accept it. And God is about our souls. We're so busy fighting this fleshly pettiness. Amen. We're not getting to the core of people's lost souls. It's about the souls. And he also said, woe to those that help those not to do right. So them nine judges that sat up there and said, uh, you know, for the whole 50 states, this is good, woe to them. That's right. It was five. Yeah. Right, because it wasn't a whole, right. oh, all of them didn't do it. Oh, no, it praise five, the Lord. It was five. five. It was five out of, it's five out Too bad it couldn't four. have been, it wouldn't have been passed. Yes, it was five out of four, and they all at odds with each other uh-huh. right now because of it. No, his last name is Kennedy. He was the Kennedy. Biden. No, he ain't no supreme judge. Uh, <laughs> well, he was the Biden man. Well, they talk about evil versus good. You got whatever the good is. If you're a child of God, that's what you're going to walk with. Whether it cuts you, don't walk with. you're going to line up whatever is whatever God, whatever is true with God. That's what we're going to line up with because that's what the kids do. When you, when you're, when your family, when your family line up, you line up with your true family. And if you're a citizen of Jesus Christ, that's what you're going to line, line up with. And it doesn't matter. And you're going to still love because it tells you in the beginning was love and love was God. Amen. Love. You can't get away from love because the two commandments hangs on love. Love the Lord God with all your mind, body, soul, and everything. Love him with all that's in you. And he said on the second one, then you do that to your neighbor. Amen. So if my and neighbor love, and love covers a multitude of sin. If my yeah. neighbor is a out of they sin. If my if my neighbor is walking into a homosexual and I hate him, then I'm in darkness too. Amen. Right. Exactly. But I don't see how easily we can get God forbid that the sin overtakes you. Amen. You begin to hate. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So you have to, that's why we have, that's why, you know, that's why it's so important that we pray and we stay in the sound document of Jesus Christ. Absolutely. So easy to get off track. Yes. And I think that's a lot of the uh, misconception, Mm -hmm. you know, that because I disagree, that Mm -hmm. means I hate you or I don't like you. Right. Yeah. uh, I'm going to love you. And I love you, but I just might not. I'm not agreeing with your lifestyle, or I'm not agreeing with what you're doing. And that goes to any sin, just like you said. Mm-hmm. Well, I can speak for myself. When wherever God has you at, if you're in the midst of that, because I was in a similar, similar coming out of a similar thing where God had me in the midst of a lot of homosexuals, and I was there, but I was there as a light. Mm-hmm. And they're over, I was there almost 30, over 30 some years. I've never crossed. Everybody Amen. knows that I am for Christ. Amen. I never crossed, I never wavered. They never, I never came to me with that. Because right. I didn't play, I didn't strive on the fence. 
They knew. But God planted me there. And only that I could stand it is because God put me there. Amen. Because them demons would have took me out if God would not have put me there. Right. But when God got ready to move me, he moved me. So you may be standing in the gaps for that friend or friends. You may be, God may have taken you just like a chess game and set you in place there. You just can't compromise. And when you begin to see, if, and I'm going to tell you, God ain't going to let nobody pluck you out of his hand. When you begin to see the compromise coming, God's going to move you. He's not going to let you compromise. Nope. He will move so Whatever the situation is, is there's yeah. always an escape. And that's what we, we have to know that we, and, and, and as you said, we're a citizen of the king. We have to know, have to know he's omnipotent. He knows every single, single thing. He knows even before the enemy makes that move. He knows my thoughts from afar, and if I'm going to decide to do the what's wrong. And he told me, if he see me weakening, which my strength comes from him, but weakening in my flesh, he's going to move me. That he may refuel me and send me back, but he's not going to let me stay in the camp and, and they take me down. It's not going to happen. Amen. And that's just that's just the way that's the way I looked at it when I when I saw a lot of them going forward and because they think that oh it's a free it's 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 free we're free now to do this here no you're free to do what thus said the Lord because when it's all said down you have made one great 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 point when it all boils down we all going before the King. Amen. We got to bow our knees and we got to be accountable. What was done in these bodies, whether it be good or bad, that's Amen. the final conclusion. Yes. And he will tell you what you need to do. Amen. <clears throat> no matter what we say, God has the last say so. Amen. Amen. God be the glory. I said as long as I could. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> That is. But it's just interesting that God would do this, and I think He's showing us something. But no, this book has been was written years ago, and it's okay. just no. This is God. Is that we own this? You know, I come up to this part of the book at this particular time. Yeah. Because God knows what He's doing. Yeah, absolutely, He do. I didn't have a clue because I didn't know that part was even in the book because I hadn't got to it yet. But I mean, it's sound document. It, 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 it's sound doctrine. That's 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 what he wants us to have in us. You know, that's why he said from he was like, you study, and then whatever you don't get, then I'll give you the rest. Amen. And I mean, you know, even for the for for some that still. Just really, just ain't getting it, you know. I just would um, encourage them to take the words of what God said, mm-hmm. what He hates, what won't get into His kingdom, mm-hmm. and sit down and break it down. Look up each word that you need to look up, mm-hmm. and just really study it yeah. for yourself. And you will understand that he meant just what he said. It's detestable. It's an abomination to him. And I don't care what they say about abomination. It only means abomination. Yep. 
You know, so I just would encourage people, because I did it for myself. Because, I, you know, I'm listening to the, and I, but I love God, and I'm in the church, and I'm, I'm like, well, God, how do they do this? God said the same way you were sleeping with that, with that woman's husband, and you was coming to church every Sunday. See that? Until my word got in you, and you felt bad about it. Yeah. Yeah, you got, it, it, it's got to get in you. You know, so, uh, but those that want to think that uh, people that are standing on what the Word of God say is wrong, I would say that get the Scriptures, break them down, ask the Holy Spirit to come in at your uh, study time of those Scriptures and show you the truth. That's what I would say to them. Yeah, I think that, yeah, that would be good. Because one thing for sure, you cannot take the blessings of God, and claim them in your life and not take the other parts of God. No. If you believe the blessings, then you have to believe all the rest of it. So stop fooling yourself and thinking that just because a lot of people are doing it, God's way got to be the wrong way. No, it's not. God's way don't never change. No, and we better be clear on that, too. He not fickled. No, and I and and I will say that God in the Word of God, and I I think that because He made it so clear in the Word of God, He said I made male and I made female. If that was not going to be an issue or come to full issue, I don't think it would have been put in there. Absolutely. And then and if and if it was just for our Old Testament, He wouldn't have put it in the New Testament too. And He made it clear. Those that say that. And That's in the Old Testament. Leviticus is in the Old Testament. We don't live by that no more. Well, he put it in the New Testament, too. Well, my dad said you can't have one without the other. It's from huh. to Revelation. He said you got to have the whole Bible. You can't make toast without putting some fire on it. Because the revelation of the Old Testament comes through the, comes through the New Testament. Amen. That's where you get your revelation. He filled it. He didn't excuse it. Nope. You know, so it's just uh, it's just that we, you know, it's in the and I and I go back to where it says that the the document that they were gonna go after things that sound good to the ear, you know, that's acceptable. And mostly of us follow behind crowds. We don't know where the crowd going, but everybody mm-hmm. likes to follow behind the crowd because exactly. I see like different people today when I was out. I said, now you're gonna have so many people now. That's going to come out. And like I heard somebody else say today, my God, I'm, I mean, the whole darn society is in the closet. I say, yeah, I'm in the closet. I'm coming out today, too. But I'm coming out boldly for Jesus Christ. <laughs> Amen. So, okay. Everybody, now, everybody, every, everybody homosexual, the devil is a lie. Right. I'm, God, I'm coming out boldly for him today. So that that's that's how I'm coming out. So if every day somebody, everybody coming out of the closet, I did. I just came out. <laughs> okay? I mean, think about it. Because, okay, now, everybody's saying that, you know, this is, uh, you know, I know this is what, okay, God knew what he was doing. It's no, I mean, he ain't confused. And, and the thing is. Ain't confused. And all this cutting and, and changing your, your organs around when you go before me. If you came here as Jimmy John. When you go before him, you are going to be the boy Jimmy John. Mm-hmm. You better ask somebody. And all that you have done has been in vain. And I would not live my life in vain like that. 
Amen. I want to read this. Um, Jesus spoke and taught on his own authority. He did not rely on the thoughts, the ideas, the interpretations, or traditions of others. Why? Because he was a king whose authority was independent and sovereign. And that's what I walk in. That king's authority. Yeah. We got to know that. And they can uh, turn Facebook rainbow all they want to. It still ain't right in God's eyes. Right, I saw that too. I was like, oh, really? (laughs) I was like, okay. It ain't no two ways you can make homosexuality, being a, a liar, being a whoremonger, being a drunkener, none of that is acceptable in God's sight. Well, he said, but we pick out homosexuality because it's the only one that changes laws and get all up in your face with this mess. It's just too bold. It's because it's been accepted. It's because the people have said that and they accepted it, and they said it's okay because it's my grandson. It's okay because it's my daughter. Everybody is being accepted. It's he says you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven being a drunkener. Yeah. Abomination. Amen. He also said you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven being a homosexual, a drunkener, a liar. Amen. Nope, it's not going to happen. And that people don't have a problem with us speaking on everything, all them other uh, people that ain't going to enter the kingdom. Just don't say a homosexual ain't going to enter the kingdom because you're lying there. They make it seem like you're really picking on it and you're not saying Yeah, yeah, that's what they do. And and the first thing they want to do is holler about you judging somebody. I'm not judging nobody. I done clipped and paste, copied and paste the word and set it in a status. And people want to come at me. And I'm like, this the word. So if you got a problem with it, go talk to God about it. Because I ain't got to defend the word of God. He don't need me to defend his word. He already just told us we wasn't war. We wasn't warring angels. He got angels. Amen. He don't need us to be out there in war. No. He just told us that. Say what the truth is and keep on going. He ain't the army. Oh. Right. Post the truth, say the truth, and keep it moving. You can't argue the you can't argue the word of God. And we have to pray and stay, you know, for for uh, those that ain't got there yet. We just keep we them have in prayer. from among that. We have to come from among them and be separate too, saith the Lord. You and you can't I mean? even pray uh, for a person out out of uh, your clean heart and clean hands if you don't love them. Yeah. So, yes, we have to love them. We love the people. We hate the sin. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm glad they was loving on me when I was in my mess. Amen. Oh, oh. Some of the stuff I do now is like, Lord, thank you. I know you saw me. Woo! Amen. Glad oh. <laughs> he ain't strike me. Amen. I, I I see, and that's, that's what I'm saying when I say what I'm saying because... Mm-hmm. So many times you sit in pews and you'll have a word go forth and it'll be part of it. And then the sermon goes to a different thing. But just like we sitting here talking about it, breaking it down, it's clear. 
mm-hmm. it makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, you ha- and it, pe- you have people walking away like that's why they hip- hypocrites. Cause, and then mm-hmm. they go into the Word, and then they pulling out the Scripture. Well, God says to love everybody. You know what I'm saying? But that's only because they got a portion of what it said. Just like how you always say, um, say, um, Sometimes um, if you give me a word and and it, it's cutting me or it, it, it's part of me, at least give me some hope to it. A right. lot of people and right. are preaching, are preaching the truth. They preaching the truth, but they not giving no hope behind it. Mm. And so then you let the person go back, and then they they pulling out another part and they using that scripture to say. Well, you a hypocrite because you said this, but you didn't say this because this is what it say too. You know what I'm saying? We doing a full right. conversation of this thing, right. and it makes sense. It's clear. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly, exactly. Because that that that, and that's just the way that God taught me how to do it. Is you know, give them my word, tell them the hard part of the word, but always leave them with some hope. Exactly. Because they you know, say, if you sit there and you tell me how it's an abomination to God and I ain't going to get to heaven and you leave me to walk out your, your church like that, the first thing I'm going to do is go right back to what I was doing because I can't stop doing what I'm doing on my own anyway. Right. So you didn't give me no hope to want to change. Exactly. Exactly. How am I going to change? I know I can't change. I but know I can't change me. It allows too much to get in between. Yeah. 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 And that's, and that's the trick of the enemy right there. Amen. Because we don't we don't we don't take the time to break it down. And, Amen. And you know what? And that's why I try to tell whenever I'm preaching now, I try to tell everybody. It right. doesn't matter who you are. God still loves you. He does not love the sin. The sin is what separates you from him. But Amen. he loves you, and if you cry out to him and ask him, he will come, and there's nothing too hard for him. People have in their mind that once they enter into the homosexual lifestyle, that that's too hard. The Word of God says that there's nothing too hard for him. Amen. No. He said, nothing. to him, and he dare you to bring it to him. Hmm. I'll show you. I'll show you why I am Alpha Omega, why, that, why I am I am. I split the Red Sea. I can do anything. Okay. I can tell the sin to stop right now, but I'm not going to take your free will from you. You have to want it. You right. have to want it. Because even when I was so deep in drugs, until I really lined up with that, I really wanted to be free, God heard me every time I cried out. Amen. But when I got serious and really from the depths of my heart, I wanted to be free, he took it just like that. Amen. And that's the kind of God he... He don't take our free will from us. Right. We have to love him and want to choose. See, I choose this day to serve him. Amen. I'm not following Christ because of nothing nobody, nothing nobody can persuade me to leave Christ. Amen. I'm going all the way. And that's what they have to do. And that's what, they got to sell out for Christ for themselves. And they got to know that. Is nothing too big, that nothing they end, that God can't, that God, God can't, can't fix it. He can't. I don't want him to fix it. You got to surrender all to him. All of it. All of it. To him. And he'll show you. He'll show you who he is. He'll show you. He'll take the, he'll take the desire. 
You know what I mean? Where their eyes wander toward women to women, they won't. Their eye, he'll take that away. Too many. It's too many people. That is too many homosexuals that God has delivered. Absolutely. God delivered. Why do he need to deliver something that he's pleased with or that he made for those that say, I was made like this? Yeah. Yeah. When you left the kingdom of heaven, you wasn't a homosexual. I don't care what happened to you when you came through your mama's womb. Yeah. Yeah. And people are making it like uh, it's okay. But, it, but those that are practicing... Homosexual shouldn't be up in the pulpit on Sunday mornings. They shouldn't be up in the yeah. directing the choirs. They right, and just as you should. said that that they ain't preaching on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a study. Oh, because they're getting record deals, and people are talking about, ooh, that church get down on that, on that singing, baby. And I'm, you know, I'm just speaking of the fact that what you said, because this is a, a, a clear and a reason, a main point, uh, I was born this way. For as long as I know and as long as I can remember, I was this way. They're not teaching on the depth of that. Just like you said, in your mother's womb, God didn't make. When you was in heaven, God didn't make you that way. Now, whatever happened in between that, that that spirit came, whether it, it, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? They not te- it, that's not being taught to even make a person even think, okay, and to stop saying it, but to think, okay, what in my life happened that this spirit attacked me mm. and made me this way? And even if you was a little kid and you they going back and saying, you know, for as long as I remember, I was attracted to this. You know what I'm saying? Something had to happen, but that's not being preached. All that's being preached is, you gay, you going to hell, yeah. that's it. Well, that's why God is raising up a new army now. Amen. He's rising up a new army. He's teaching. See, God, see what it is now? God is teaching his people. God right. is teaching the ones that's going to be on the front line now. That's why he's pulling us out now because he's teaching us, and he's, he's putting us in place. And when we come forward with the word of God, it's going to be directly from the king of kings. That and made because everything is being teach now. If you look, if you listen at the preachers, most of them go forward now. Everything is I, I, I. Uh huh. You know, it's it's began to be man preaching. Everything Amen. is, you know, you know what I mean. God, you 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 sit here with me, and God gonna bless you because you here. No, God gonna bless me because I'm His child, just like you, His child. Amen. But I'm clear on that my blessings come from God and not from man. But and I ain't going to homosexuality by giving $1,000 and turning around three times and reading scripture seven times a day. That ain't going to bring me out of homosexuality. No. Amen. And if you would look at it, no matter how they have took the news and tried to make that Jenna guy say that he's a woman, you look at him, you see, I see a man. I still see a man. And all that hair, all that makeup, and all that, when I see him, I see a man. Amen. I don't see no shit. I don't see no one. He just looks hanky to me. He looks like a hanky man with a wig on to me. <laughs> that's what he looks. I don't see. I don't. And I don't know what they're saying that that's being transformed so beautiful with him. I don't see it. I see a dressed up. I see a dressed up man. So he could have continued to dress up in the, at home. He didn't have to go and, and make, just say the man. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you understand? He didn't have to come out and do all what he did. He could have just kept on dressing up. You know, and they teaching me how to put my makeup on. Who cares? Absolutely. Right. Yes. Who I mean, who really cares? Why are we wasting time feeding this nonsense into our kids? You right. Know? And then they have the little young kids that's coming to you at two and three years old then set up and watched all this mess with you, not saying, this is what I am. I was born to be that. They, they, they have programmed these kids to believe that. Yeah, well, that's why we have to reset our TV. And the kids can't barely watch nothing without calling to ask, can they see it? Because it's just, I mean, and it's it's really... You know, we control. It's really, you know, you you it's you got a block. It's everywhere. So you know, you got we got two young kids. You know, a young girl and a young boy. Uh-huh. And one day we in the store, and I don't. I still to this day don't know. <laughs> I still to this day don't know. It was a man, but I don't know if he was dressed for a costume party or something. Mm. But my son walked past. And he he saw it before we did, mm-hmm. and he looked, and then he tapped me on the side like, "What is that?" Hmm. Hmm. I told him the man was dressed up for Halloween. That's what I told him. My, but <laughs> it was like one side of his face was a man, and then the other side was a woman, hair long, makeup on, everything. So I don't, I, you know, I don't know what this particular person was doing, and it was in. You know, just like a, we was in Best Buy, you know, so I don't know. But it's just the fact that I have to, we as parents have to block our kids from so much yeah. of this stuff because yeah. it's like it's flooding. It yeah. is. My son said he goes to the health club. Now, he just told me this yesterday. He said, I go to the health club. He said the women would rather look at a stone brick walls and go on and do their exercises. He said, but the homosexuals have taken over the uh, taken over the, the exercise. He said, you can't go nowhere without them I'm following you. Wow. And he just told me this yesterday. He said, Mama, I'm not lying to you. He said, if I go up in there, I go up in there quick and come out. He said, most of the time, that's why I'm exercising at home. He said, and they and then they make sure that you they want you to see them. Yeah. They get all yeah. in front of you. See that's what I'm. See this is what I'm saying. This is what it, all this provokingness is. You trying to bring somebody into your mess, right? Right, exactly. You ain't gonna get delivered because you trying to pull more people into your mess. You know what I mean? When we was hoes, you know what I mean? If you ever been a hoe, you was a hoe. Okay. Right. And you weren't trying to bring nobody else in there. You weren't trying to make nobody else be no And I ain't never turned nobody on to the pipe that didn't smoke it before. Come on now. <laughs> I had a friend that come to me and asked me about cocaine. I refused to even let her even do the cocaine with me because I didn't want her to be where I was. And that's the way I explained it to her. Right, exactly. If you do it, you will do it because that's what you want to do. But I'm telling you, this is not a road that you want to walk down. And that's the way I put it to her, and I did not share it with her nor give it to her. Right. Therefore, she did not walk that road. And that's where we have to be about the things that we in sin with. We Amen. can pull somebody else in, in into it with us. We got to be helped. We got to be saving each other. Amen. 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 You know, and I think that we don't because you know what we in in our mind we have justified. We got everything justified, and it's justified upon a lie. Right. 
Amen. It's a lie. It's a lie. And it's just like the materials that Evangelist Patty has got today. She go out there with that they 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 have her like she was adultery. They be out there trying to trying to uh, throw bricks at her. Uh-huh. <laughs> she did. She she's uh she's down on she's against homosexual. Her house to be painted all different colors. You know <laughs> they don't want the they don't want the truth, and they don't want right. the documents. And if the truth, if you know what, if I was in my mess, whatever I'm in, I still want to know what the truth of it is. I want the Amen. truth. So I can decide. Yeah. So if I go to hell, I didn't go to hell not knowing. I went to hell knowing me. Wide open. <laughs> Wide open. And that's what they do. They shut it. They don't want to know. But it's still the penalty is still the same penalty. Amen. It's the same penalty. So you just see, we because we know we get whipped with many strikes, but he don't say you don't get whipped. Amen. Right. Lord, have mercy. Hmm. I'm just. I'm finished. I am through. I just, I just get so emotional over this stuff. Yeah, cause it is. I mean, it's sad, you know, to know that that there's so many people that they souls is 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 that is aimed at hell. And some of us are caught up in it innocently. And some of us are just in it wide with their eyes wide open. Because mm. it's a fad. Some it's of us are using it yeah. in a fad. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Some of us, you know, it's just, you know, it's just wide open for them. And then some are violated, you know. And I, then they yeah. finding out, they finding yeah. out that the same thing is happening to them in a same-sex <laughs> relationship as yeah. happened to them when they was with the opposite sex. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Your mate still cheating on you. Right, and they do because they they skip partners. They they I mean they skip they they go from one to another. It's a heart issue, and they clamp together too, baby. You better not go against one of them. You go against one of them, baby. They they gonna bring the whole nation, even if they don't like the person. They gonna all get you. That's what they do, and then they wanna uh 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 um. Um, um, compare it to uh, the civil rights of blacks. Oh, yeah. Know that? I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, equality. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They we had to fight for it, so that's what they doing, fighting for equality too. And we right, we still fighting and being slaughtered and killed. Exactly. <laughs> <Boy>. <laughs> Exactly. They doing flags and everything. Okay. Having okay. parades all over the world. Yeah, girl, because from what I, they said they had to shut down more more today than usual today. Mm-hmm. Well, they said it was a lot more today. I didn't even cut the TV on the news time because I didn't want to watch it. Right. Me either. I don't, I don't want to feel my, my stuff. I just want to pray. And, and just those that... Just really want to want to come into the marvelous light. That God would just shine the light on them. Amen. And they would just understand that you know what I mean. That yeah. You can live. You can live a life. You can live a life if if you want to. If you ask God, because I have been absent since two thousand and five. You know what I mean. Mhm. And it's up to you. You know what you ask God for. 
And if you want to just continue to stay in that sin, you know what I mean? Amen. You know, and dressing up, going to church, and, and looking down at myself, feeling bad, knowing what I just got through all week, what I done hold all week, and now I'm biased on Sunday. Amen. And all that dirt white. You get tired of that. You get Amen. tired of that. Yeah, you get tired of to see. And you then when I look down at of your own self. And I look down at myself, and I, I look down at my white uniform, there, and here it is, dingy and almost black. Huh. And I'm seeing my through my own eyes. You, you, you understand? Yeah. yeah. I'm deceiving. I'm deceiving God. I'm a missionary, a hoeing missionary. Come on. Oh, my God. How much more? And not that he ain't through with me yet. The Amen. things I'm going through, he's gutting up things that's been here in me that I need out of me. Amen. And being hateful, being mean. You Amen. know what I mean? That That's not God's attribute. Amen. But if you don't try it out and ask God to show you, and to, and to accept that these are things that's in you that you need out of you, you'll always deal with those demons. Yeah. Yeah. And I just refuse, I refuse to live unhappy and not know the truth about whatever God needs to work on me. Amen. But whatever pride, whatever the Holy Ghost put before me that it needs to work out of me, work it out of me. I don't have no, I don't have no shame about it. Or I'm telling you. Anymore. You know. The shame is not to live in, in, in the abundance of life that Jesus came to bring us. Yes. Amen. That's the shame. Yeah, so we just, you know, we just got to get it. You know, it's it's a lot. You know what I mean? And I found that when you <coughs> start really crying out to God about you and your mess, then hmm. God do. He helps deliver you out of your mess so you can go and help somebody else come out of there. Exactly. Yeah. That's what Yeah. It's, it's it just it's just there because somebody's waiting on you to get delivered so you can help them get delivered. Yeah. Amen. And that and that's why I love God and that's why I know you know I haven't you know I haven't lived I haven't lived a lifestyle thanks be unto God I don't understand it I don't pretend to understand it and those that's in it I just know that God is bigger than anything and I yep. that if you want to come out of anything bring you out of it He'll bring you out. I just, that's all I know. And I'm not going to stop loving and caring for them, but I'm not going to be subject to them, and nor am I going to be compromising with them. If it's, not go, if it's going on, I'm not going to be up to them, oh, well, you better go on. No, you need to sit down, get that together, and then come back again. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's what you need to do. And and we we got to just stop compromising. That, that That's just what it is. You know what I mean? So we can really help somebody. Amen. 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 All right, ladies, it's almost 2 o'clock. This was a good one. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I mean, the spirit really took us over the day. Is that Jamie? Yes, ma'am. Girl, you know, girl, I ain't never saw nobody took a picture like you with that hair. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> Okay, girl. <laughs> I need to write somebody and tell them they got the wrong people out there on board and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I said that your hair's so pretty and you so pretty. Thank you. <laughs> and girl, you you the board of health. Yes. Okay. <laughs> God bless you. You encourages me every single day. 
That's why I had to stop people and tell them, stop asking, telling me I need to come get my healing because I'm already healed. I'm just walking this thing out. That's all. Yeah, you have it in a living testimony. Yes. Oh, yeah, but I'm telling you, you encourage me. I said, look, on, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to tell you that, yep, you, you look very, very nice. And I was like, the people would die to have a head. <laughs> okay? <laughs> The lady at the doctor's office said that, too. Huh? The lady at the doctor's office, an older lady, said that, too. I was looking when I saw the picture. I was like, she ain't even got no wow. She ain't got no dents on her head. I was like, my God. I mean, perfect. Girl, ain't nobody but God. Ain't nobody but God. But God. Exactly. And hey, no, they're going to want to say, we need to take her picture. Don't be surprised. <laughs> hey, Connie. Huh? Her son say, Mama, you look like me now. That's <laughs> what he said. Uh huh. Oh, my God. Well, honey, you got a good look, pretty head, too, then. <laughs> oh, my God, I ain't know. I ain't even know people's head can be that Because you see, you know, you're not people's head, B. You know, yeah. some people got haircut heads. But they still don't be like perfect. But your head looks like 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 Mr. Clean with and just <laughs> off your head. <laughs> I was like, my God! <laughs> even your whole structure just it even make, make a face even more prettier. Absolutely, your your structure uh, is and it's just so man. Yeah, God, a, that ain't nothing but God shining. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's his that's his Chicago glory all over you. Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, it's on you, girl, because I was like, my God, and you just run, run all back. Because if you didn't talk about it, would nobody even know? They wouldn't think you just cut your hair off because you, that's what you do. Yeah, right. but I'm finding that I guess people are doing it. And so, you know, a lot of people, because I've seen a couple people, we went to the grocery store, a lady, she walked past me, her hair was boss. She said, I like your haircut. And then I saw, I saw, I like yours too, but I guess some people are just going and taking it off. And I had to tell one of my granny's friends, because she was saying how sharp it is, you know, to wear your style like that. And I told her, well, it's not by choice. Well, it was by choice because my hair hasn't fallen out okay. from the chemo, but I just didn't want no emotional, all that old stuff. Just go ahead and take it off and let me get used to seeing it like that before it happened. That was the whole purpose of, you know, me having my husband cut it's it out. Your life into your own hands. Right, exactly. I said I didn't want a lifetime moment looking in the mirror, snatching hair out my head. So mm-hmm. just take it all off now, and I ain't got to worry about it. It is so brave, and it looks so nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I mean, for whatever reason you did it, it was a good move. Thank you. me, honey, I probably would never have had no more. He can keep on lining me out. Okay. <laughs> I told you, I was like, I wonder how my eyes would look. I said, but oh, how much freedom that is not to have to fool with that hair? Oh, man. I, it is. I said, but once you take it off, you can't get it back. <laughs> I get it off and got all them lumps on my head. <laughs> I couldn't get it back, but I said, I'm with you back, and you imagine we didn't have to get up and put nothing but earrings on. Right. That's what I do. Put my makeup and my earrings on. Every day. Yes, ma'am. Lord have mercy. That's beautiful, though. That is. Hey, if don't nobody appreciate, I appreciate you, girl. Okay. <laughs> you help me with my time. It ain't the same squirrel, but I got one going on. But your squirrel helped me to know. Amen. Hello. So God bless you. 
God bless you too. Thank you. So did you when you leaving for the um? I'm gonna leave on. I'm gonna leave on the seventh. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, but I'll be back on the tenth. Oh, okay, okay. Uh-huh. You know, so just so I can uh, get me because I something had me really down. Um, I caught I caught hold to something, so I'm a lot better today than I was the last couple of days. You know, I had something because I took my to urgent care, and you know, doctors ain't them doctors ain't like they used to be, honey. Mm-mm. Was it a sinus infection? It's a sinus infection, and I think because I got my hair rebraided because I done picked up all this weight, and um, my son told me what to do, so I'm gonna start working on uh, working on uh, on uh, getting some of this weight off. Uh huh. Too, you know what I mean? He was telling me about your body index, how much you shouldn't take over that much calories. And yeah. You, yeah. So I'm gonna start. I'm start working on that now. So I can try to get some of this weight off. Because I still haven't done that detox yet. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because I got, you know, I was down. <laughs> that's why you at the sanctuary. Huh? You? That would be okay, but I don't know how my stomach goes. Stomach, right, all right. Yeah. Girl, they probably Yeah, sometimes that stuff, you got to do that at home. So yeah. You get close. <laughs> they tell me so far, I'm the only person that's coming that has signed up for that time so far. Oh, really? Yeah. So far, I'm the only person that's there, you know. But I'm sure there'll probably be some more people in there. Yeah. You know, but if not, I don't care. Because I get in my room, my door be locked, honey, they can't get in there. I lock my door, and I don't be worried about it. When I go in there, it's just so, I don't I don't know, it's just like, it's just different. Yeah. It's different, you know. Yeah. And I and I'm gonna get the rest, and you know, and I'm still seeking God for answers, so I can, yeah. you know, clear on what He wants me to do. You know what I mean? Because I wasn't gonna go out there this morning, but I ended up going out there anyway. And uh, oh, you did? Yeah, because I I was just sitting up there, and He was like, uh, "Go out there," because I had oh. something out there for Monday. Because uh, I tried to do it like Friday, and I couldn't get it. And then I said, "Well, let me just make it for Monday." And then I did it for Monday, and then he was like, no, go out there today. And then yesterday I went by this other church, um, The Light, and, honey, they was telling me, and I met this nice evangelist, though. And she said they got, like, 5,000 people. I was like, Lord, how do you wish it with 5,000 people? <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do with all them people. <laughs> I would be so nervous. Five thousand people at one time. I've never been. In, I ain't never been in there with that. I ain't never been in there with that many people at one time. It's still the same experience. Is it? It is. Yes, it is. We went to uh, Woman Hour loose uh, one year, and I was okay. And there was a lot, a lot of people, but you still had your own little like, moment. When your own me and guy, you in line, so. It don't even right. matter how many people there. Yeah, but I'm saying, pray. I mean, just I'm just saying, being there every, you know, that being your home church. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've always been like kind of personal, you know, with the pastor. That's right, right, right. And if I want to talk, then we have to be uh, 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 one with God when you got that many. Yeah, yeah. But I'm 
man because you not you know you can't you definitely can't depend on man. No, right. No, because sure. you don't even. I don't even know if you even get a. Uh, that's what people were saying to me when I was in um, Salem, uh-huh. and I was like, it don't matter whether Reverend Meeks come and preach or touch my hand or or you know know my name. It he he not the who gonna get me in heaven. Right. Right. Well, she told you know, that they, a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people uh, feel like they really need that one-on-one with the pastor. And I, I just find that, I found that it, that was a bit too much of him. Yeah. Well, I, 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 to see his I, weaknesses and, you know, I saw him step outside of a man of God and I really didn't need to see all that. Oh, okay. Well, she said that he split it at their church. They split it up. She got everybody's names and starts from L to some. She kind of explained it to me, and I, and they are they they directly come to her. You know, she's the direct contact. And if she see a need to take it to the head pastor, then she. Um, yeah, they gotta have a lot of leadership with yeah. that many people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with that many people, yes, indeed. Because I asked out, I was sitting there to the pastor. Well, well, why you got me up here? <laughs> why you got me over here? You know, why am I? Why am I here? And I think it's with each individual, because I couldn't imagine my three steps uh, of salvation. <laughs> but you know, it's just as far as the first time I confessed, I was nineteen. Okay. I had my daughter, and it was a bigger church. My mother-in-law took me to their church. Okay. So it was a bigger church, you know. I they they his they family knew him like that, but I didn't, and I only went a couple times, and then I didn't go no more. Okay. But the second time, it was a smaller church, mm-hmm. just like a you know a few chairs, and you know okay. that intimacy of Bible study time was personal, and me being new to to learning these things, oh. it was great for me. Yeah. And then my last step going to uh, the last church we went to, uh, Canaan, mm. I couldn't imagine not having that personal connection with my pastor because I was his nurse at one point in time. I was a nurse, and okay. I got to be his nurse. I, when I came in, I was trained to be his nurse. Okay. So that I couldn't imagine not being able to have those you know, and it still was a big church. It ain't no mega church, but it was still a big, you know, but God took me step by step. Now I would be fine. I don't need, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't need that now because I've, I've had that foundation. I've had that time, that experience. Yeah. That's and what that's I'm, what I'm part further you, in God. You had it. You, right, you know, exactly. you had it. Yeah. You're secure in your relationship with yes. God. Yes, yes. Yeah, and I think that's probably why he's spurning me out a little bit more, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, because I've had it all my life. Right. You know what I mean? And more so than some others, because I right. always want to, like, when church thing cut and shut down, I can still go to him. Right. So I, I was never cut off from the pastor, you know, yeah. niece, you know what I mean? So it just, uh, I think it's just a whole new thing. You know, it's just a new way that God is just trying to sh- to show you that when King Hazai died, I have a lot to expose you of that you were not exposed to. Mm-hmm. And that may be just like driving, just just doing what I tell you. He just had me driving, and I just drove to this church and ended up meeting another evangelist, and we talked and talked and talked, and it was fine. 
Right. I mean, just open up to just to explore. Yes. The rest of what else I have. My my your ministry is just not in the 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 center of walls. Right. Right. Going to use you various places. Right. You know. So that 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 was kind of what I was getting out of it. You know, like I need to tell you to go some more places. Right. Oh, you know what I mean? So I just kinda you know, it's just kinda when I heard when I heard like five thousand I was like five thousand people <laughs> see, see you will be people will be drawn to you and he will use you to speak to individual people. See, you like a smuggler. Right. Just and, yeah. you, and I can picture that amongst the five thousand people. Yeah, yeah, right. he's smuggling you in because yeah. you are truly his child. Yes. You truly know him, and you're going to speak his word. Yes. So he's smuggling you in to some of those that's amongst those 5,000 that is truly looking for the true living God. Mm. Mm. Yeah. All right, then. That makes sense. And then I, and you know what? Did y'all say that? Then that explains that the way he trained me, because I was trained through um, Union Station, you know, that's how he trained me. He had me all downtown. And I was oh, okay, I see what you're saying. All the way down, I would be down to minister underground to all those people downtown mm-hmm. to the white folks. I would just walk up to him, and then he would open them up to me and give me what he wanted me to say to them. Oh, yeah, oh, 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 oh. hallelujah, yeah. <laughs> he would give me their prayer, prayer that they had been praying and, you know, and I would start, and then when I was speaking, they was like, we know God had to tell you because you, we don't even know you, you don't know, and I didn't know them. Right. And they received me, and that's why I know when they say when God sends you somewhere, if it's your assignment, people will receive you because he's already turned the heart to you. Amen. And that, and I, I experienced that for quite a while when I was working downtown. You know, I would just be off, and I would just I would just minister all through Union Station, all all type of people. You know what I mean? And I wasn't afraid or anything. Or people would just walk up to me, and they would just be there, and it it would just I would just start talking to them, and it's like this is what I've been praying for, and they know that God had to give it to me because I didn't know them. Amen. I've seen them before in my life. But that's the way he was using me, and now it seems to be a little muzzled now. It seems muzzled. But I said, no, it's probably not muzzled. It's probably that God had to take you now, and that he he had to he has to continue to train you. Yes, you know, yes. So he can get you ready for your main assignment. That's right. You know, so. And I think that being in a cosmopolitan, the years that I've been there, I think it was for my learning, because my uncle used to always say that, remember, you all are just here to develop. Uh-huh. And God is going to send y'all out. Yes. So that's the way he used to say to me, you know, to us, that we were just like uh, pictures and say how they used to, you know, how used to photograph the picture and then they take it and develop. He said, well, that's what God is doing to you. And then mm-hmm. God is going to take you out of here and then you will go and do the various things that's assigned to you. Amen. So I'm just thinking it's just getting full circle now. Yeah. You know. But I was scared and I'm still scared, but he didn't give me fear, so I'm still going. I can be I can act like I'm scared, I still ain't yeah, pick that fear yeah. up and take it with you. I right. ain't scared not to go. 
You know, because the day the day we ain't we ain't afraid. Uh, you know, I mean, I still my stomach still jump every time I every Sunday I have to get on this line. Yeah, still jump. Yeah, and everybody on here I know and I'm familiar with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that ain't even the point. Yeah, because I think when you're not, then you so you so into you. You know. Yep. Because God, well, I got the thing. Yeah, I got you know. <laughs> and what if He changed the agenda on you? <laughs> right. We so like He did today. Huh? Like yeah. He did today. That's yeah. what I'm saying. What if He changed it? You so cool, and people don't understand. You know, when you read when it says study to show yourself approved, people mm-hmm. don't really get that. Uh huh. He just want he wants you to have it down in you. But when you're studying to go forward to the future, don't mean you're going to do what you're studying. Right. 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 Exactly. What happened to you today, right? Yep, sure is. Amen. Because all while I was waiting on them to, to, to get me back there to get my test done and stuff, I was reading my lesson for the day. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I didn't get to that lesson. See there? So I just, I think I think we we have to study, but... I think because it's because the Holy Spirit says in the Word, He said, when that very hour come, I'm going to give you what to say in that very hour. You open your mouth and I'm going to speak through you. Right. Exactly. Uh, and though, and I say those that have to, those of them that have to have everything before them, they're not being led by the Spirit. Amen. So the Spirit may, the Spirit may cast out what you got. He's done it many a time. Right. He just cancels you out. So... You know, so so what y'all cook for dinner? Well, I ain't cook nothing. Me neither. Ain't nobody eat on Sunday? <laughs> eat on Sunday, but it's summertime and Sunday, and ain't no kids here, so. Oh, well, your children. I got extra kids at my house. Who you, who you got? Oh, you um, took home kids from the birthday. Um, I got um his cousin's kid, Alice, and um Keyshawn, a little girl here. Uh-huh, yeah, that's you. <laughs> you know, we got the extra seating now, so. Right. <laughs> Y'all got the extra They at their daddy house, uh, uh, Connie. They at their who? They at their daddy house. Who oh, are they? Yeah, they be home today. Oh, okay. Wow. I ain't got nowhere to go. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got nowhere to go. I'm going to be right here. Right here in this house. Yeah, we ain't got nowhere to go either. The kids leave so often, and, and me and PJ don't do nothing. Y'all do? Nope, we be right here in this house. <laughs> Y'all should go over there and have pizza or something. Well, we'll order it and bring it in. That, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would do, too. <laughs> I just eat better when I'm at home. Uh-huh. So. Okay, well, I'm going to get on off of this here line. And I'm all right, baby. We all going to get off of here. Father God, we just thank, praise, and magnify your name today, Lord God. We thank you for uh, being among us, Lord God. We thank you for the revelation that you've given us. We thank you for your healing power. We thank you, Father God, for your grace and mercy, Lord God. We thank you for your direction that you're taking us in, Lord God. We surrender our will to you, O Father. And we just say, Father God, use us as you see fit, Father God. We surrender to you and your will, Lord God. And we just thank you. We thank you for your son that died in our place, Father God. Yes, God. We send forth our angels, Father God, 
to pay the safe way for us and our loved ones, Lord God. We just thank you, Father. We love you, Lord God. Mm, We love you, Lord. We love you as our king. We love you as our father. We love you as our creator, Lord God. We love you as our friend. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. What a beautiful prayer. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.